Good morning, and we're joined once again, as we are at this time every month, by the mayor of the city of Batesville, Mike Bettis. Good morning to you, Mr. Mayor. Good morning. Thanks for having me on. Well, it's always great to have you, sir. And, of course, uh, Batesville City Council Board of Works uh, meeting uh, Monday night. And uh, first up, the Board of Works and uh, had uh, three street closure requests and also uh, awarding some uh, some bids. And as far as uh, the uh, street closure requests for those who weren't there uh, Monday night, uh, what do you have? This month, like just about every month, we have we go through this process of of working with different organizations and, and allowing them to use city streets. Um, and so I don't know if I've ever taken time to explain why we go through this. So let, let's go back just a, a little bit. And, and so we go through this process every month, just so that um, we, we give them a, pr- a group's approval to use our streets or our parking lots, and we do that uh, so that. Our group, the city then, our police, our fire, our street department, all of our groups then are know about it, are aware of it, and then can make plans around it or understand if there is a fire somewhere and they have, they're going to have to go around these city streets that are blocked off for a 5K or whatever it might be, that they know that going in so they're not caught unaware. And so we try to do this every month. And so uh, we have a lot of very active groups around the city of Batesville and who have put on a lot of different events. And so we just want to make sure that we uh, are working with them so they can be successful and then also making sure that our folks know about those events so they can also plan for it. So, so this month we had uh, three that were all uh events that happen on an annual basis so the first one is was from the the saint john united church of christ who has their annual church picnic which will be on saturday july 22nd and so we always close part of columbus avenue down for them so they can uh, move on to columbus avenue and and use uh, that area to um, be part of their picnic and the same is true then with uh, St. Louis School has a 5K event every year that they call the Cardinal Crawl. And so that's on Saturday, April 8th, and that will be in the morning. And so they have this usual route that they have used. Gosh, I think they, uh, for as long as I have been mayor, they've used this very same route. And so they do this year after year. It's a fundraiser for them. I think they start at the school. They work their way through the St. Louis Cemetery then they go around Liberty Park, uh, down to John Street, I think, and then back to St. Louis School. And so that was the second one. And then the third one was uh, the city of Batesville and the Batesville Area Arts Council um, made their request to use to close down Pullman Avenue in conjunction with the Indianapolis Symphony Orchestra event, the Star Spangled Symphony, which will happen this year on Thursday, June 29th. And so... Um, when the symphony comes, they normally come a day early. They like to set up their stage the day before and have it all set up and, and ready to go. And so we, we close down Pullman so that they can work safely out there setting up that stage. It really doesn't, it, it will take them a few hours to do it. Uh, but generally during the summer months, there's not a whole lot happening on the soccer side during that time frame. Obviously, there's baseball stuff going on. But uh, uh, we, we, we work with the baseball group every year, and, and they know this is coming. And so 
that was set up so that they can be out there and working off of Pullman Street to set up that stage. So those three all got um, announced and all got worked through then so that we could have those events for this year. All right. And then also the um, another uh, duty of the Board of Works is uh, awarding contracts for, uh, for road work and street work. And uh, in particular, uh, this is the um, Community Crossing uh, Matching Grant 2022-2 uh, uh, contract. And I uh, understand you had uh, four bids, but uh, had the uh, the low bidder uh, got the work. Yes, and, and uh, so the state is very, uh, you know, they give us some guidelines. We have a little wiggle room in there, but for the most part, what they're looking for is for when you have a project that's over $150,000, that it goes through an open bid process. Uh, and um, we, we accepted sealed bids the week before, and we read those at a, at a meeting and so then we had four bids. Um, Dave O'Mara was at 323, and then All Star Paving was at 307. Paul Rowe Company was at 267,000, and Globe Asphalt was at 240,000. So they were uh, the low bidder. And so we go through this process every time of looking at the bids, make sure the documents are correct. Uh, and then we also go through and make sure uh, that they've covered. Um, all the bases and the numbers add up so there's an, a, a simple math error somewhere and so after review by both our council and then also our engineering firm they came back and said yep uh, globe asphalt was the low bidder and so then we awarded a contract to globe and and so we've done work with globe in the past it's been a few years back i've not gone back and proved exactly what year i think it's 2019 it was suggested last night or Monday night that it was 2020. I'm not sure which is correct. We've done a, a fair number of projects um, uh, here for the last few years with Paul Rowe Company. They have been uh, have been low on a number of projects in a row. Uh, and but I, but we've done work with Globe before. They do fine work. They do work all through the uh, southeastern Indiana. And they run, they'll run this out of their Westport office, which is over in Decatur County. So they're re relatively local. And so that contract, um, they voted to award that contract. And we'll, uh, we have already started that paperwork then to get them signed up and ready to go for this year. And so this project really has two streets on it. That was a question that came up Monday night was... Uh, what what's on this project and so we have two different sections two different streets that we're going to work on and so the first one is what i'll call the south end of park avenue which is um starts at, i believe it's at denise and works its way down to where uh, the girl scout cabin is located and so uh, that road is about 16 feet wide and so it's not very wide it does not meet our standard for today of what we would considered to be a standard road width and so we're going to widen it to make it wider the biggest part of that is to make sure then that when if there was a fire and i'll say down south park acres which is a subdivision at the very end of that street that it's wide enough for our emergency vehicles in particular our fire trucks be able to get down there and get there in a timely fashion because that at 16 feet it's not very wide for fire trucks so well, for a fire, I should say for fire trucks to make the turn 
to get into that subdivision. So that's one of the two streets involved. The other one is is um, Sycamore Street, which is directly behind the memorial building. And we're going to repave that section of the road. And then we also have some stormwater work and I think some sidewalk work in, a junk, in conjunction with that project. So those are the two main streets for this contract. It's relatively small in comparison to some other ones we did, but over the last few years, but um, we've been wanting to widen park for quite a while. And so with the help of community crossings, we'll be able to get that done this year. All right. And then with that, we're going to go ahead and take a quick time out and we'll take a look at Monday night's Batesville city council meeting as we continue our conversation with mayor Mike Bettis right after this. Don't adjust your radio. The sound that you hear is your stomach. You're having trouble focusing. You can't recall your last meal. You're trapped in the hunger zone. The solution, Batesville to go. Let to go deliver a hot, fresh meal to your home or office whenever hunger strikes. To go delivers the best food from local restaurants. Visit us online at togodelivers.com or call us at 812-727-8800. Batesville to go. Big city convenience, small town taste. And welcome back as we continue our monthly visit with Batesville Mayor Mike Bettis and, of course, uh, City Council meeting on uh, Monday night, Mr. Mayor, and uh, had uh, a couple of uh, items of uh, new business, in particular, the uh, Accelerate Rural Indiana Ready Authorization. And, of course, this involves uh, revolving around um, a regional uh, development authority and uh, pretty much acting as the uh, fiscal agent for the group. Yeah, that's well put together. Uh, maybe we should trade jobs and you, you should be mayor. No, that is exactly right. And so that, um, so we ha- we've been, the city of Batesville has been working with our ready group, uh, Accelerate Rural Indiana. And so that is a, been, was a combination of cities and counties uh, along Interstate 74, uh, Greensburg, Shelbyville, Rushville, and also then Decatur County, Shelby County, and Rush County and then the city of Batesville. So the seven entities uh, worked together for the last, I'll say, two year, almost two years now, doing the, going through the what I call Ready 1.0. And, and so we're currently using the Decatur County Community Foundation as our fiscal agent for Ready 1.0. Uh, the state IEDC is, um, has asked us to work towards having a regional development authority to be that fiscal agent for us and so we're in that in that process of setting it up and there's been a number of steps to get to this point and so it's really meant to be county centric and that the the state law that was set up to allow for regional development authorities really talked about counties and so first we had to have the three counties form the RDA. So Rush, Shelby, Decatur have all gone through the process of having their uh, counties join and start the Regional Development Authority for us. And then once they those three were in place, then they invited the city of Batesville then to join their, their team. And so now it's up for us to uh, go through the process that they had already done with their counties now the city is going through and so we had the first reading of our of our regional development authority approval on monday night and we have been talking about this oh gosh for several months i think we had a i think sarah made a presentation back in december 
I think I made the presentation last month to council to try to give them some information that this was coming so it would not we would not blindside them with this what's coming up and so we were able to then Monday night uh, bring a true ordinance what we call ordinance number 1-2023 then that uh, says we want to join that group and be a part of that and help set up how that will work for the future and a lot of this is being done so that we're prepared for the what many across the state are calling ready 2.0 and so it's not been approved officially by the state legislature uh, but the governor made a request to the to the state legislators to include in their budget for the next biennium to include half a billion dollars 500 million dollars to be included for a ready 2.0 or the second round of the ready program and uh and so they've not come out with very specific information yet but i um but we've been led to believe that that's one of the things that they're going to be asking of groups is to have a regional development authority and be prepared then to use that as as the regional group then that helps our region to move forward and come up with projects like we've done uh, and so we're um, I think what we're hearing back from the state is that they've been happy with the process that we've gone through and that we have been able to get our projects online on board and started through the system and so uh, we've already gotten a number of our projects here locally and then also through our region have already been approved and have already been funded and so things have actually gone really well for us and so we want to keep on that same path and that same momentum and get the regional development authority set up and ready to go so that we can be prepared if and when there's a second round that we have uh, that we've We've done our part, and hopefully they'll reward us with some more uh, investments in our communities. And another item, uh, Mr. Mayor, on the agenda Monday night was uh, vacating an alley. Yeah, and so this is one of those things that comes up from time to time, and, and it happens more so in, in town and what I might call in some of the older neighborhoods of, of Batesville. And so when Batesville was originally laid out, there was a number of areas in town that were set up that had uh, alleys that ran behind the houses and and or two rows of houses there'd be an alley in between them and so this and it has come up a couple of times now since in my time as being mayor where people no longer use the alley or it's not getting the same amount of use that it did when it was originally set up and in this this is a, a case of that again of where that alley actually would be better served for the owners of the adjacent property to use it for something else. And in this case, Park Avenue Realty literally owns the property on either side of this alley, the section of this alley that they wanted to uh, for the city to vacate the alley so that they can turn it into additional parking for, for their development. So they have a depot square apartment development that they did a couple years ago that has been very successful. They're looking at a, at a second a phase two of that project where they would bring in additional, or they would build additional apartments. And so they need additional parking for that. And so there's uh, on lots two and three of what we call the Albers Heirs edition. Uh, they own those two lots. 
and they want to expand the parking lot that they presently have and so it was relatively simple they went to the planning commission first the planning commission looked at it and said yes this meets uh, our requirements it also meets uh, the the comprehensive plan and so they made a recommendation to council to approve the this va vacating this alley and so that got was a first reading for that ordinance on monday night and hopefully then we'll be able to t take that up and finish that next month all right so a couple of uh, first readings in addition to a story which we covered on uh, the news on wrbi the uh, food truck ordinance so uh, all those first readings on uh, monday night and uh, as far as uh, your time, uh, uh, the mayor's report, uh, of course, the uh, skate park and uh, the trail openings uh, happening on Earth Day. Yes. And so we're, we're uh, working on plans now to have a grand opening for both the skate park and the, the new trail. And we're looking to have that on April 22nd, which is turns out to be Earth Day. It worked out perfectly for, for everyone involved. And so we're... Uh, it's interesting when we first came up with it of, of that date um, the two different groups both said hey we would like to have ours on April 22nd and they thought well that's you know can we have one do, do we have two different grand openings do we have one grand opening so it was a well it seems obvious we should just have one and then and then 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 the group said well maybe we want our own and so okay that's fine then we'll do two grand openings and now they've come back and said well we, we've kind of changed our mind i think we'd like to do them all together <laughs> and so we're back to doing them both together again and so uh, uh so the parks folks and the and the trish um miller our community development director are working together to try to pull that together to get us down to having one um, grand opening uh, it seems kind of a natural because the trail runs directly across the street from where the skate park is located and so that that would be would make for a very easy place to have have it um, the both the trail and the skate park get used every single day even on the coldest nastiest days we have we have kids out on the skate park and we have adults walking up and down the trails on a regular basis and um and so we're excited about having that grand opening on the 22nd and so we hope people come out and 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 sh and share the the time with it we've had a lot of people work really hard to pull those two projects together and and so one of the things from my old job is that many times we get we get uh caught up in the negative things all the hard parts and the things that didn't go as well as you'd like them to go and we never celebrate the victories or celebrate the wins or or the the finishing of these projects and so we're going to try to do it right and celebrate the fit getting these two projects done and then uh, moving down the uh, agenda further, uh, actually had uh, a citizen's uh, comment, and uh, this is in regards to a uh, four-way stop in town. Yes, and so we had a citizen come on Monday night, and I, th I believe she's had some conversations with uh, council members over the last few weeks. And so she came prepared and made the request in person to have a four-way stop there at the corner of walnut and catherine which is also right where st louis school has their kindergarten program 
they have in the what I call the old Weigel's funeral home. Mm-hmm. And so uh, she'd asked if it was possible to make that a four-way stop. Um, it would, would, was not something that was on my radar for, for sure. Uh, but she's done her homework, and she had conversations with the folks from St. Louis, uh, both St. Louis schools and also with the kindergarten program. And so she came prepared with information from them. Uh, so this is one of those things now that we'll have to do some more work on, do a little bit more investigating. Uh, I'm not aware there being any traffic problems or be, having any accidents. Uh, not been a big issue in that area. Um, but we'll investigate it and see if that's if it fits to have a four-way stop put in that location and so we'll we'll do our due diligence over the next few weeks and see what what we what what comes out of that and see if if that if that fits or works or not then we'll we'll if it does we'll take it up with council then and hopefully in the next meeting all right sounds good well uh, speaking of which uh our, uh, our time is up, but uh, we look forward to uh, doing this again in the uh, month of April. All right. Well, thanks for having me on, and, and everyone have a, have a great day. All right. Well, and once again, our thanks to uh, the mayor of the city of Batesville, Mike Bettis, for joining us on the program. Again, uh, uh, all the best to you, sir. Thank you.